going on, everybody? It's time for another episode of Extra Reverb. It's me, World Famous Secret. Once again, I'm back with Coker Eastler. Wrong way down a one-way street. I wish you had done Nico Nico Ni, but okay. And uh, Lusa Domino. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, for a second it sounded like you're annoyed. Oh really? And why would I be not annoyed? <laughs> you know what's coming next. <laughs> I'm... You know uh, You know what three to, words he, are coming next. He's about to put the bruh sound effect over <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what three words I'm about to say next. That's... Getting... Cut... Oh, wow. dude, you just ended I'm it. A, That's I'm it. A cut, I'm a cut like a huge tangent from the cut. <laughs> if you do that, dude, Austin's just <laughs> from you. From you, four I mean. jokes. You have four jokes. Literally four jokes. <laughs> uh, not cool. Austin's gonna be like president or something. He's gonna be like the leader of like a country, and. He's he, like he's he, North Korea is still a thing. They're gonna like try to send a missile to the country, and Austin's just gonna be like, "That's getting cut," and the missile just instantly like vaporizes into the air. It's just gone. <laughs> I have power over all North Korea military uh, <laughs> practices. You have like, dude. How about Kim Jong Un just being like, "Hey, I'm back. I'm back, guys." He listened to your cover of Paper Planes, and then he got revived. <laughs> you mean his original song, Paper Planes? No, I was talking to you, Jacob. He listened to your cover. Oh, he's going to bomb me? No, he no, listened no. to your cover he, he... and he got revived. Come on, Jacob. Coker's, get, what get, put a, Coker's get, original song is what put him in a coma. Get to the, get to the sale. Your cover revived him. We have two jokes, obviously. Yes, we do. We have two very good jokes, but two jokes. How about we get to some music? All right, so we'll start with something that Coker's been working on, a bit of a passion project of his yeah. recently. I have taken up the hobby of... Rec so, real quick, I've always been a big fan of Notorious B.I.G., Biggie Smalls. Uh, and so I've taken up a bit of a hobby of, when I can, recreating some of his songs uh, using the samples, using acapella tracks that are available, and just trying to get as close as I can. And I've done, I've done some. I've done hypnotize. I've done juicy, and I've done Big Papa. And I'd really like to do going back to Cali if I can get that one. Figure out how to do that one next. Here's a little sample of the Big Papa one. Uh, on second thought, probably best not to do that for copyright reasons, but you know the song, right? Basically, Coca recreated it, and it was pretty accurate. That one's my- <laughs> I'm most proud of that one, because that one sounds closest to the original compared to the other ones. Walk- walk us through it. I know it's pretty simple, but- Uh, yeah, so the thing about it is, a lot of the big Biggie Small songs, uh, they have, like, a very common trend, which is the main unit of the song is a, a sample- uh, or the instrumental, I mean. Obviously, the main unit of the song is Biggie Smalls, you know, his rapping, but uh, the main unit of the instrumental is a sample versus a lot of rap songs where they just have the sample sprinkled out through there, uh, or at least modern rap songs. But um, 
with a lot of the stuff that Puff Daddy did for Biggie Smalls, it's the main unit of the song is a sample. So uh, the main sample for this song for Big Papa is Between the Sheets by the Isley Brothers. And it's it's literally, it's not like they got an instrumental cut of it from a studio. It's literally, it's the opening of the song. It's the entirety of the song up until when they start singing. And that's it. They just loop that sample. And it's everything there. Everything's there. You know, the little like, that whole bit with the harpsichord or whatever it is, that is in it. Like everything is with it. And the only thing you really like have if to... if you listen to the original song... Yeah. It'll sound just like it. Yeah. And it's not even really that change pitch-wise. Because usually if they keep it, they usually shift the pitch. The only thing I can say pitch-wise about it is that the Big Papa is slightly sharp compared to Between the Sheets. Uh, I, think that, I think that has to do more with the playback, though, the way they played it back. I don't think they were intentionally trying to make it slightly sharp. Uh they uh but yeah it's and then uh after that you just add a simple drum little boom bap sort of drum pattern under it uh and uh, and that's really it i didn't usually with like hypnotize i had to add a bass line but with big papa i didn't really have to i just had to add that little extra little bassy drum kit onto it and uh that was pretty much it except for one part so another thing that a lot of people don't realize is is that uh the you know the main hook of the chorus you know biggie smalls is you know i love it when you call me big papa that whole piece is actually not biggie it's not uh biggie smalls it's not that he recorded it for that song he actually sampled it from a song that he did before that and uh if i can remember correctly the song was called um dolly my baby and it was a uh, sort of reggae sort of song with uh, and Biggie Smalls literally right at the end has a little bit where he raps over it. And uh, he says that famous line, I love it when you call me Big Papa. And they sampled that and put it in the song. Other than that, I couldn't really get anything else. All I really have is Biggie Smalls rapping in that sample of Big Papa. Everything else is I can't find it anywhere. So I've gotten as close as I could to it. And, of course, you can't forget the little synth hook that they added in, which is, you know, very much something Parliament or, or Dr. Dre, you know, something very much inspired by them that they put in there. And uh, it's just a classic song, you know, and it's it was fun to do. It's, it's always fun to sort of recreate these songs because that's why I've sort of taken it up because it's not really – it's not that it's not hard or that it's not complicated. It's just – it's more it's much more therapeutic in a sense. It's not – stressful what sort of samples did you use like for the drums um so i have a kit that i sort of put together myself and uh there's that and then there's another kit that comes with logic called the boom bap kit and i sort of mix those two together for it you have the boom bap kit is what i use most of the time you know, changing up the snare or the hi-hats for whatever song, but mostly I start off with the boom bap kit, which comes with Logic, and I think it comes with GarageBand too. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but, um, you know, and it, I just sort of correct it after that. I just sort of, if it, the hi-hat I feel is a bit more like an 808, I fix that. The snare sounds a bit more, you know, like 909, I'll put in a 909 stare, or snare. Uh, <laughs> it's just, it's it goes through the motions, you know, it's, 
It's just, it's, it's not about getting exact. It's just about getting the vibe right with it, which is better than, you know, it's almost, it's better to get just the vibe of the song correct than to get it dead down to a T, you know, correct. That's a very coker thing to say. A very coker easler thing to say. Yes, Cobb. Thank you, Cobb. I just checked and yeah, it doesn't come with GarageBand. Ah, oh, sad. You'd have to get Logic for that. Dang. Uh, it might come with, uh, it might come with, uh, what's the live version of Logic that's like free or something? Or not, yeah, you know what I mean? Main stage is free? Main, I don't know. It's not, it's not as much as Logic. <laughs> Main stage probably has it. That's where I got the Mellotron sounds for GarageBand. At when I before I got Logic, I got them from Main Stage. Stable release fifty four days ago. Uh, uh, what was that? Oh, excuse me. What are you talking about stable release? Oh, I, I was confused. Main Stage three is gonna be thirty bucks. Dang. Is that Eesh. a daw? Yeah, it's a DAW, except it's more... Technically it is. It's yeah. like a performance-type DAW. Yeah. Um, it's it's meant to like compete with Ableton Live, which is used for both live and also sequencing or production studio work. So is there it's, sequencing it's not as good. in Main Stage 3? Yeah, I mean, I've only used it a bit. Um, it's not nearly as it, like good as Ableton is. It's not nearly as intricate. Ableton um, is also like a $200 DAW, so. Or $300. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Actually, it's more than that, I think. I think it's way it more than that. There's some, there's different versions, of course. How about on. Versions of Ableton. How about, uh, speaking of like, brands and stuff you know trying to compete sort of in a way how about epiphone rebranded recently like the epiphone tell us so epiphone at nam this year announced that they were going to be changing up a bit of things you know they weren't going to be the same old you know cheap gibson clone company that they were that was also licensed by gibson uh they're they're now going to be wow making Gibson stuff it's no longer it's no longer attempting to sort of not really trick you but sort of make you think it's it it's an uh epiphone it's now called the inspired by Gibson collection and sadly there's no left-handed models because if there were I would be buying these up they look so good they have and they're very cheap too they're very very much more affordable than a gibson you know like for example you can get a les paul special which is you can get it for four hundred dollars which compared to a gibson is you know a good rundown and you can get a les paul jr for 379 so that's just some of it i i wish they made left-handed models they don't but um yeah, they sort of done a whole rebranding. They got like Les Pauls and TV Yellow and all that, which they, I don't remember the last time they've done that. They got the ES series, the, the SG design, just a whole bunch of these. And they're great. They look fantastic. And they're all, it, it's like they're trying to sort of step up the quality to make them sort of not really, 
on the same level but much closer you know not really it's not going to be like oh someone has an epiphone they must be poor it's going to be they're trying to sort of get that whole image away which i don't even think is an image they had but it it seems like they're slash played epiphones yeah yeah slash played definitely played yeah and then the dude from maroon 5 played epiphones at the last super bowl he played an epiphone last pod i remember people giving him crap for it uh, they have one that I would I mean, they really... gave Maroon... I mean, they roasted Maroon 5 for everything. Yeah. In that performance. We talked is... about that. Yeah. I, uh, we'll put in the description a blindfold challenge test yeah, for from the Epiphone inspired by Gibson line. Anderton's we'll is a great channel. Really, has good. Anderton's one of my favorite, like, guitar theme channels because they're just... They get really... You know, they're just quality, you know. I think what, one of my favorite, you know, like Epiphone inspired by Gibson things that they're doing has got to be the 61 SG standard with a Maestro Vibrola. And it it just, it's so, it, I wish they made a left-handed version. That's all I can say. Like, I know I've said it with all of these that I wish they made a left-handed version, but like with that one in particular... If I can find an image, I'll put it in chat for Austin to put on screen. But it's just, it's such a beautiful looking guitar. And they've even changed up the logo. They got, uh, like, the Epiphone logo is a bit more, not necessarily, it's more, it's much more closer to how they used to do the Epiphone logo. It's not really the logo that we've been used to for a while now. It's now their old 60, 50s and 60s sort of looking logo, which is... I can, I can say as an Epiphone fan, I'm very happy with a lot of the changes that they've made because they just it looks like they're trying to step up the quality, which is definitely going to be fun. Hmm. What do you think, Jacob? No comment. Jacob's uh, really? mad. Jacob's mad because you told him you were going to cut his joke. Like, what did you just... Nets work, Dirk set, Zuns, Jizzets. Look that up. It means something. Also, I, I found worried. out that the standard edition of Ableton Live is 450 bucks. Well, there you have it. Yep. All right. Now, um, I just put a video in the chat. Please check it out. We've been talking a bit about AI, talking about like AI voice generation for- um, Oh, Yeah. Like voice replication, this AI apparently takes it a step further and attempts to recreate whole songs. So we got one. We got a video here of it's called "Never Gonna Give You Up," but an AI attempts to continuously generate more of the song. It was uploaded a couple days ago, and I don't quite understand it. In the description, it says this neural network is called Jukebox by OpenAI which basically generates songs that don't exist. And it basically just says you can, pro you can generate your own songs, but you need a pretty beefy computer, some programming knowledge, and a lot of time and patience. This is cool. <laughs> I want to do it. It doesn't even... I want to do it for Fireflies. I'm going to steal the chord progression from this, Austin. I hope you know. You I it? haven't this, really listened to, to much of it. I just got to the point to where it started generating, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to let these guys listen to it and see what it, it's like. 
Obviously, there'll be a link to this in the description. You can check it out for yourself. But like, what awesome. are your thoughts? Like, we need what's different this. about it? It's there. I mean, it's I it's definitely. It. it. I mean, if they progress enough, I mean, I could see it being somewhat decent. I think it would work better if instead of AI generating the song as a whole, instead they sort of took the stems, you know, like each track. Yeah. And tried to do it from there, like AI generating right, the right. drums, AI generating the vocal, like doing it separately instead of just as a whole. Because I think as a whole, it makes it gives it too much to try to change. What if it? What if it just tried to generate the black midi? <laughs> this is so cool. You know what black it's midi like, is, don't you, dude? It's song yeah. that doesn't exist. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still like freaking out over this. Like I'm watching this and it's like, what? Yeah. You have to watch this, people of the internet, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. I want to do it for Fireflies so bad. That's insane. How do you think it would sound if you did it for Fireflies? Oh, I have no idea, dude. Like I really don't. How do I do this? You would not believe your eyes. <laughs> eyes. What do I download? How do I do this? I don't know, man. You would not I think believe you might have your to just try eyes it later. if 10 million fireflies. <laughs> That's what it sounds like it's doing. It's not trying to recreate the song. It's just trying to like make Add up something. generating a song to... that doesn't exist. That's yeah. the thing. It's generating a song that doesn't exist. Anyways, um, that is that. Pretty yeah. interesting, huh? Yeah. There's more. Holy cow! There's a whole bunch more. <laughs> you said you said you could download the thing that lets you do this. I don't know if you could download it. There's like a, if you look in the description of this video. It says blog, sample explorer, source code, and AI upscaler with a 30-day trial. I think the upscaler is actually for uh, making images, though. So ignore that. Okay, guys. So, yeah, definitely going to have a link to that in the description. Now, um, Jacob, if you do not mind, please talk to us about this uh, NVIDIA RTX voice thingy. Didn't we talk about this already? No, we we haven't talked about this at all. We talked about the, the Discord version. It's the same thing, basically. You have, um, you could be clapping in the background, or like, I've even seen uh, this YouTuber I watch named Barnacles. He had, uh, he had like a powerful fan in the background. He had a leaf blower and a gavel using all of those at the same time. And all you're able to hear was his voice. Now, it sounded bad, keep in mind, but it. It, it filtered out the background noise and some pretty crazy stuff. Yes, I just watched it right now, and it kind of sounds like he's kind of yelling into the wind. That's what it sounds like, and you're trying to listen to him through the wind, but without the wind blowing sound. Like, that's what it sounds. It sounds like if you filtered out all of the wind. kind of sounds like he's on the phone. So this like, is pretty cool. It's... I'd say this might even be better than Discord. Well, I think it's using, um, isn't it using like the GPU to do it? I don't know. I mean, you're the one that brought it up. What do you think I he's didn't. using? I didn't bring it up. You're the one that put it in the chat. What? What are you talking about? 
I think you were. You're the one that posted that video in the chat. I think, yeah, yeah. I think you're the one that posted the Barnacles video. Yeah, you are. It's in the... <laughs> oh. Well... And Jacob's just like, I didn't post it. Wait, I did. I don't remember posting that. The only problem is it's 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 a really similar topic to the Discord one we already did. It's the same thing. Although, I don't know if, if Discord, I don't think he's using RTX. He's not using the, the video to do it. It's using this thing called Crisp. I think it's funny. Discord and, like, all the good, like, all the good video, like, calling services are all introducing, like, cool noise suppression stuff and everything, and then Skype's just thinking they've blown the whole world away by giving you virtual backgrounds. Skype did that? You mean Zoom? Skype? No, no, no. Skype yeah. just added virtual backgrounds to their thing. <laughs> and they're like... Well, then Zoom did it first. Yeah, no, they're like, they're like, they're like, here is our brand new service where you can give you a virtual background. This was our idea. Our idea. Nobody else. A Zoom? What's a Zoom? You mean a Zoom? Like that thing we tried to do a couple of years ago that completely bombed? Yo, you know, the newest Zoom before it uh, got, uh, what's well, you know, it's like not made anymore. It was actually pretty cool. And <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it had a uh, full blown yeah. uh, like 4K like panel or something like that. Zoom, it baby. really good. Let's get us. Dude, everybody in the music industry don't want no iPod. They don't want no iPhone. They want a Zoom. Jacob, we're going to bring back What the are Zune. you talking about, Coker? You've never heard of a Zune? Help me out here. It was like when it was like when Micro it's Microsoft Microsoft's competitor to the yeah. iPod Touch. It was the Microsoft Touch. When was and this? It was a while ago, back when iPod 2012. Touches were a thing. 2012. Ooh. You can buy one for $999 on some random website. You can get them for two. You can get them for two hundred and seventy-four dollars on Amazon. This one's fifty bucks. The one I'm <laughs> yeah. Dude, I want to find the one you got. Someone's selling. Do one they for, work? I guess. Yeah, someone's selling them for even cheaper on eBay. Do they behave like Windows phones or something? Kind of. Yeah. Not kinda. exactly, but similar. Their charger is even kind of similar to an I've iPod. I've never heard of these. Yeah, for good you probably, reason. You, they yeah, they flopped. Cool. They flopped. Yeah, Jacob, we're gonna me and you, me and you are gonna get a Zune. We're gonna, we're gonna bring them back. We're gonna bring them back. We're gonna make them reintroduce the Zune. I have next year reverb Zune. I was an iPod <laughs> Touch kid. Okay. Yeah, I dude, Touch I still have my iPod kid. Touch. My brother, me and my brother both got iPod Touches, and my brother downloaded like a hundred apps in within like a month. <laughs> Apple makes some great technology. Can't believe they I mean, made the uh, iPhone I mean, 4G. I used to love my Nano so much, but then they made the iPod Touch. I used to love my iPod so much, but then the Zune came out and made me lose my... What's a word that rhymes with touch? Tune. Bunch. Ha. What I does rhyme with touch? Bunch. Bunch. Munch. Crutch. Lunch. Crutch. Yeah. Lunch. Punch. Lunch doesn't rhyme with touch. Lunch. Lunch and touch rhyme, bro. There ain't no in and touch. <laughs> they, they still rhyme, bro. They got that unch, unch, unch. Lunch and touch rhyme, bro. 
I don't care what you say. Touch Dude, the Zune does not has like five lunch. star ratings on Amazon. Lunch, like touch. They sound touch. They rhyme. All right? Lunch. I don't touch. know what you're talking about. Dude, they sound like you they know rhyme, English so they has three. You know English has thirteen different vowel sounds. You look like thirteen Reflex. different vowel sounds. <laughs> you look like the, you like thirteen different vowel sounds. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'm not even going to deny that. But anyways, um, so. Yeah, iPod Touch. I still, well, I used to have my old iPod Nano from like 2005. That wasn't even mine though. The iPod Nano. I'm sorry, dude. It's, that was my dad's. Before that, I had an iPod was, Shuffle from like 2003. Uh, the iPod Nano dude, was iPod kind Shuffle of was rough. The best, in my opinion, I still have one actually. The that iPod, I bought a few years like, ago, brand new. Like the iPod Nano, dude. They have like the worst life out of any iPod. Have you? My, Not this one. We have like not th- the older ones. Like, dude, we have like th- three iPod Nanos that have already have the black spot. Oh, really? Yeah. How much did you use them? I don't know. They already got the black spot. That's all. Yo, I know. the iPod. They're not even mine. They're like my cousins. Feature? But now dude, I want one. Not gonna lie, we. I kind of want to get an OG iPod. Like, I don't care. I want. I don't care if it's like the newest version of it. I want to get the OG chunky. Brick iPod. You mean the uh, iPod Classic? Yes, I want to get an iPod Classic. Yeah, I don't mind if I'm with those. Those were interesting. I really liked my Nano, though. My iPod Nano, it's like a, it's an older one. It's from 2005. It had like the clicker wheel and uh, it wasn't the touchscreen one. It had the clicker wheel and you had some games on it that were pretty fun. Just a couple. No, I want. I, I changed my mind. That thing would last a fairly decent time for me. I, I think want an I, iPod Classic. I don't know. I kind of had like my devices never really overlap. Not the original, original. But one. I had that thing up until 2017 because, um, up until then, like I had a, a very basic 3G phone, third generation phone. At 2017 is when I got my first ever smartphone, my iPhone. And when I got that, I didn't need an iPod anymore. So what, you had like a BlackBerry or a, a Razer? No, I had one of those phones with like the slide-out keyboard up until 2017. Oh, dude. My brother had the one with like, I think I don't remember. I think it was Sony or someone who made it. It was like the one where you slid it out, had a gamepad on it. Mine didn't my even have a gamepad. It was just Bro, a slide-out keyboard. A, I, don't, I don't know where he got it from. All I know is he had one with a gamepad on it back in like 2011, 2012. Dude, think about that, man. Ten years ago, people couldn't even have imagined being able to produce a fat beat on your phone, and then now it's like I, I think, think that I'm was make a just fat beat starting to become a thing. Ten years yeah. ago, or maybe just like on the iPad. Did iPads exist ten years ago? No, yeah, they didn't. Uh, either. Holy cow! They did not. Yeah, they no, had to. I had one back on like iPad one. Let me see. Back in like five. Back when hey, I was in you kindergarten, know what they, bro. They started literally like ten years ago, as of like last month. Let's look them up. April iPad. I'm again. I'll find an iPad Classic or iPod Classic. I still have my brother. Still has his iPad from like 2014 that he put the Assassin's Creed logo on the back. Oh, I got an iPad recently. I don't think we've uh, recorded since I got it, or if we have, I didn't bring it up. Wait, you know, yeah, iPod you, Classic. Yeah, you brought it up. You brought it I up. I brought it up. Boy, iPod Classic, freaking forty-two dollars with thirty gigabytes. Dang. Oh. 
I'm gonna use my iPad now as a flex. Oh, it's got cracks and stuff on it though. I ain't gonna mess with that. Yeah, 2010 is when the iPad was released. I already said that guy, but okay. Does, I, does Apple even still make iPods? No, they like stopped a few the, years ago. Yeah, aside from the Apple, oh, wait a minute. Quietly phased. Dude, I them went out to as another yep. generation of technology begins to be seen more in the rearview mirror than out the windshield. What you doing? What are what are we what are we hearing? You playing on GarageBand? I'm using GarageBand on my iPad. Nice. Yeah, I had a lot of fun just playing around on my friend's iPad on GarageBand. Yeah, my dad had an iPad a long time ago and I had I played so much GarageBand. I remember back in the day it was only eight tracks. You only had eight tracks to work with. So I, thought were, I thought you were talking about like eight track tapes, bro. I was like, how old are you, I had Austin? An eight track uh, <laughs> attachment to my iPad. I was like, I was like, I was like, bro, how old are you, Austin? You sitting there playing around with eight track tapes? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I actually did find an eight track in my uh, in my mom's collection one time. My car, my car has an eight track player, so I I can't really say anything. Ooh. Wow. The most eight tracks I've ever seen in one place, though, was in a thrift shop that I worked at. I don't think I've Those ever seen an eight track in my life. Those always have them, bro. Like, I want to, I want to hit up a Goodwill sometime, man. I really do. I want to hit up a Goodwill, see what all the cool old computer stuff they have. All the cool. I want to pull an LGR thrifts up in there. I was gonna call you LGR. Once I Be got like, a hi, welcome to another LGR thing. My name's Coker Eastler. <laughs> Welcome to an LCR thing, Lazy Coker Reviews. Gonna, gonna give a little donation to the to the Lucky Rock? Mm. Well. Uh, <laughs> anyways, what other sort of music things have you guys been working on recently? Been using a fuzz pedal more. Just a virtual one in Logic? No, 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 an actual one. I have a, I have a, uh, a Tysco, I have a Tysco fuzz pedal. I got it to a setting now where it sounds borderline 8-bit. It's like, it's so weird. So I got that ringing at the top. Yeah. It's got an octave setting on it too, man. It's a good puddle. I want to get that cost. 130 bucks. Maybe more. What does it remember? Can you point to like a, a song that it kind of sounds like? Dang. Uh, Like, do you know any guitarists that use this pedal? I don't think so. I, I oh. really Tysco used to Tysco only recently just got into pedals. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can. I mean, it's a good pedal though. I really want to get. They also have a delay and a treble boost. I want to get those as well, just to have the full collection of some nice treble boost Japanese guitar pedals. You know, treble boost. How does that work? You 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 never heard of a treble boost before? Is it just like a clean tone shaper that just boosts the treble? No, um, well, yeah, sort of. Um, sometimes. Or is it like a Busta Grande? What's that? Busta Grande is like, uh, how can I put this? You know how, like, direct boxes sometimes have a pad switch that'll knock it down, like, yeah. negative 20 dB? Yeah, 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 I know, yeah. I think this is like the opposite. It's just a clean boost and gain. 
it's sort of like some of or them like actually a cloud some of them actually have distortion that the, some of them just activating alone brings distortion whether or not it's going through an amp or not but like uh the a treble boost is just in essence it's sort of it's just meant to boost it to it till it uh causes your amp to start getting overdrive and sometimes it's like this one has a flat boost and a treble boost so it has two settings so when you use a use the Tysco one you can have it flat which is where everything's cranked up or you can have it just treble where the treble's just cranked up and so it does sound like a booster grande when it's on when it's, it's just a, the flat it's a very i mean I, i'm surprised you never heard of a treble boost before it's it's used by I was by just kind of clarifying because i mean obviously in context i can figure out that's what it means but you know yeah like uh brian may from queen uses one uh tony iomi black sabbath used one that's how he got his sort of tone um a lot of artists i mean i remember about 15 years ago every electric guitarist i would see in a rock band would have a booster grande that's probably why I mean, it's it's a very great sounding sort of tone. Well, anyways, I mean that was just the all that was just the all band boost. I would just be wondering, like, why why get that sort of a pedal if it could only boost the treble when you could just get an EQ and have more control? What do you think? Uh, it's not necessarily just you know. The just you're cranking up the treble like an EQ. It's it's a very I I can't describe it. It's it's a different sort of sound that you get from a treble boost versus an EQ. With an EQ, it's sort of like if I crank up all the treble on an EQ all the way, all the high end, all just all the way to the top, and I, I crank up the gain, the overall gain a bit, that gain on that high end, and I could be completely wrong with this comparison. I'm just sort of going off of what I've heard, what I, what it sounds like to me. When you're using an EQ and you crank up the gain after you play with the EQ bit, it cranks it up overall. It doesn't like, it doesn't switch. It isn't like a curve, while a treble boost is a curve. So like it'll boost that top end in a certain way, and then if you crank up the gain it keeps everything else at that same level while cranking the treble boost up in a different way. So it's more of a curve when you crank it up versus EQ where it's more just flat. It keeps going up. Because you know what I'm talking about. If you set the EQ up in a certain way where you're not messing with the bass or the mids, but you're just cranking up the treble and you crank up the overall gain, it it cranks up the bass in the mid it cranks up the bass and mids too, but you're also getting that heightened treble. It doesn't do that with a treble boost. It doesn't mess with the bass or or mid at all. Unless you have it set to flat, of course. But that's just my... I'm trying my best to explain it, Austin. Just know it's it's a very... It's a different sound. Just a, a wildly <laughs> different sound. I do know that a lot of Japanese engineering for audio is meant to be kind of bright. Like Audio-Technica mics... Jacob's Audio Technica 2020 is a pretty bright mic that's made by the Japanese. Um, just an example. Like, if you listen to 
Japanese radio talk shows, a lot of times、yeah. the voices will be extremely bright when compared to Americans. Yeah. But yeah, what about you, Jacob? What's one thing you've been doing recently? Oh,、uh, I haven't really been doing anything、uh, crazy in the music realm, but I have been playing around with、uh, trying to make a Fireflies riff replica, basically. Just, come up, just trying to come up with the same exact sound as Owl City used、uh, in the beginning of Fireflies.、Um, also, a lot of people have got having- that wrong. Unlike the karaoke、yeah. versions, a lot of people made it like just a basic square wave. That's not what it was. It's not a square wave, people. He actually You're did. You're dumb idiots. You're dumbos. You're dummies. You're dumb. You're dumb. You smell、wow. dumb. dumb. You smell like a, you smell like hot dog water. Wow. I've also been、yeah. working on a song with Coker. So. Yeah, we've been working on music.、It. That's about it. Nothing too crazy. That's about, that's about all、I、we fo- can say. That's、I、all we can really, say. The government's,、yeah. the government's preventing us from saying anymore about what me and Jacob are doing together. I've been really busy with like podcasts. I'm like recording, like all, we're all recording、podcasts. all the time right now. I gotta, do you listen to Joe Rogan podcast? He's awesome. Joe Rogan? I don't, I don't like Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Oh, I like Joey he, Diaz he, more he than Joe、Tom、Rogan. He calls Tom DeLong crazy, so I don't like him. He's a stupid idiot. He's your cousin, Coker. Defend Tom DeLong? Joey、yeah. Diaz didn't call Tom DeLong stupid. Joey Diaz? No, I said Joe Rogan. No, not Joe Rogan. I'm talking about.、J- Oh, yeah. I don't know what Joe Rogan did. All I know is Joey Diaz didn't do that. I don't、Joey、care Diaz about Joey tremend- Diaz either. Joey Diaz、like、is tremendous.、Idiot. Joey Diaz is a legend. All right. He completely fi- he financially sank a mall in Denver, Colorado because of how many times he robbed it. All right. He sounds like a stupid Dumbo. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Who's Joey Diaz? We, have jo- We need to get Joey、okay. Diaz on here. <laughs> Just look him up, bro. Just literally look him up. He's a Cuban dude from, from New Jersey. And he has a podcast called The Church of What's Happening Now. Wow. Well, I wanted to talk about something that I think is pretty cool. Do you guys know what de emphasis emphasis compression is? No. Goger? Huh? You don't know? <laughs> no, I, I don't. Not. <laughs> I don't. But you do know what, but both of you know what parallel compression is, right? Or、nope. New York or NYC compression? Nope. You don't? Nope. I know compression. Compression, that's、But、Jacob it. knows, right? What'd you say? What you I know, know what parallel compression or NYC、oh, compression is? Yeah, I use it so often.、Sorry? I don't know what that is, bro. You gotta tell me. Dude, you know what it is. Okay. Parallel compression or New York compression is where you send your audio out to a bus and then that bus gets routed back to an aux return. And on that aux return, you put like super hard compression to where like, like all the dynamic range gets taken out. You, do you it bring as an that up、effect? and blend it with the original to give a thicker sound. Wait, you use it as an aux effect? In logic, you would.、Uh, in, okay. reason, in reason, it can work a little differently. I mean, you can always just send it to a new track instead of a bus. Yeah, just duplicate it. I, and then- I, 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 I didn't pick up a thing you just said. You didn't hear? 
No, I I heard it. I just it it went through one ear and out the other. Well, imagine I'm sorry, dude. This. I'm just imagine, I'm not being real. <laughs> imagine you've got drums. All right. Yeah, you bust all, right. all your drums together, right? I, yep. You send audio using one of the sends on that bus. Okay. You send that to a new track. Okay. That new track is now a duplicate of the drum bus. And yeah. on this new track, you put really heavy compression. Okay. Really heavy compression. All the dynamic range is gone. You then pull this pull the volume, pull the fader on this new track down and then just pull it up to where it mixes with the original and it gives you a thicker sound, basically. I, I've You're never done that. It. That's called parallel compression. So just get me straight. Let me, get straight. let me get this straight. Let me get this. Let me give a little recap of what I just heard and make sure I got it right. So I take one audio track. We'll say, we'll say I got a guitar track. I know that that makes it. Just trust me. Guitar track. I got a bunch of guitar tracks. I set their output to a bus, like bus eight. I go to bus eight and I put a send on bus eight to send to another track. On that track. Technically, you could make the send bus eight itself. Well, still, so, 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 go sending, on. Like, are you that, talking about. And on that track, and on that track, I had a really heavy compression and then I mix it in how I like it. That's parallel compression. Yes, basically. All right, all right. Thank you. I needed to. I needed to just. I needed, I needed a bit of recap. <laughs> okay, so we're all caught up on parallel compression. Yes, yes, we're all caught up. No, Jacob, you with me? Dude, I use it all the time. Yeah, I yeah, literally never use it. I have never heard about this method You're until right now it. at this like, moment. This is, this is. It actually started in Motown. They I actually started using this this trick on Motown vocals to make them thick, make them sound thicker. But anyways, um, so we know what parallel compression is. Thing is, sometimes the compressor, you know, if we're just using a basic compressor, it's not going to treat all the frequencies. How can I word this? It's basically not going to react the same to different frequencies. Basically, if they're all coming in at the same time, it's going to treat them all at the same time and it cannot process them separately. So it's just going to, I guess it's, it's going to kind of be unfair to, and unfairly weighted frequency-wise. Meaning, kicks get hit really hard and you lose a lot of bass, or the kick drum will hit the compressor really hard, harder than everything else, and it will cause everything else to be like, um, ducked somewhat. Um, high frequencies, especially like cymbals, they will uh, be more sustained than the other drums. So they'll kind of start creeping in and be really, uh, really hissy. So here's a technique that we can use to avoid both of these problems. It's called de-emphasis-emphasis compression. And it involves the use of EQ. So, Let's say that we have some drums going to parallel compression and the kick is driving the compressor way too hard. And it's like noticeable that the kick is causing everything else to duck way more than the snare is, way more than we want. How can we fix that? How can we fix that while still getting the parallel compression? So the de-emphasis refers to 
EQing the lows and putting like low shelf turned down bef- before the compressor. And then after the compressor, you can use another EQ to bring the lows back up. So the lows don't drive the compressor as hard, but they're still in the mix. So after would be like the emphasis. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought it was pretty genius when I heard about it. It sounds cool. Like, I think it wouldn't mean much. I think it would mean more to people that have already used parallel compression and run into this problem, like me. So. Yeah. Wow. You guys' reaction is really dead. I'm just trying to get my head around this. So, okay, Austin, you're going to have to do what you did earlier with the parallel compression, but again. You trying to do it right now? No, I'm not trying to do it right now. I I need a recap. So, let's make it really simple, okay? Okay. Just drum bus. Drum bus. All the drums into it. Yeah, got ya. You take one of the sends from this drum bus. All right. That goes to a new bus. Let's say bus okay. number 256. Dang, this all new right. bus feeds an aux track. On the aux track, you have parallel compression. So you put you put the super hard compression on. All right. This aux track is then blended with the original drum bus for taste. Okay. Oh. Now with de-emphasis emphasis compression, what we would be doing is EQing some frequencies that are showing up too much in the parallel compression before the compressor and then doing the exact opposite EQ moves after the compressor to bring back those frequencies. Okay, that sounds cool. That yeah, makes sense is. now. Yeah, that's that's so can, how would that can you give us an example of how that would affect like a mix sort of like how it would affect sort of a drum sound? Um, really all it would do is it's taking dynamic range away. So it's kind of like saturation, except there's no distortion. It's just compression. So it's taking all of the attack away on the aux track and giving it more sustain. So when blended with the original, it just makes everything sound thicker. A lot of people like to use very subtle parallel compression for a master mix like a master bus. I personally don't deal with that. Like, I feel like at that stage, you might as well just do everything, like have everything on its own parallel compression. Yeah. And that way you'd have more control. You could actually send the individual drums to a parallel compression bus in Logic anyways. Yeah, because with the producer kits. Yeah, if they're on their own tracks, then yeah. uh, each one of them can have their own mix sent to that aux track like at that point it would be like using a bunch of different tracks going to the same reverb Uh uh-huh extra reverb extra reverb he said the thing he said the thing can i just point out that the group icon for the for the podcast okay backstory guys so we had this picture that austin sent that uh we're not going to show because we don't copyright or i don't know i don't know we're don't show it, uh, that we based on our logo on. And long story short, for some reason, it's still the profile pic of the group. 
even though we have our own logo now, which is kind of confusing, but we do we we deal with what we got in this house. My mic's falling down. Why? Why? I don't know. I just I Fix just uh, readjusted my. That's what I've been trying to do for like the past Fix two minutes. It, Ethan. That's like <laughs> that's like Coke of the Week when my microphone was slowly falling <laughs> the whole podcast. No, it wasn't. It's not like that. It's like video. my. It's like the scissor arm is actually losing its grip on the table. Oh, I can't I pulled find it out. A... I pulled the mic out further tonight than I usually do. Oh, well. We're almost to an hour. Can we think of something to make it to an hour? Yes, we can. We can. I can sing, I can sing paper planes. Obama. <sighs> And Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't really like. I don't like this song. And George W. Bush with Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton. With it's with you got it wrong. It's with Bill Clinton. This can't be. Ronald Reagan and George Herbert Walker Bush. That's all that I got. But you forgot JFK. You forgot JFK. JFK has JFK. No, I I can't say that. That's too offensive. I'm not going to finish that. I'm about to be 22 years old and my voice still cracks. Dude, my t- my dude, okay, look, you could have it worse. My uh my history teacher is 50 54, 55. He still gets them. No, that's going to be me. Austin will be 22 by the time you guys listen to this episode, so say happy birthday. Once I was playing Angry Birds while waiting for my tooth to be extracted, and this girl in the in this girl <laughs> in the lobby came over to me and started started uh, showing me a couple of Justin Bieber videos because she liked him so much, and one of them was that should be me. That's what that reminded me of. Wait, what? You remember Dude. that should be me? That Justin Bieber song? That should be me. <laughs> How long ago <laughs> Can we was talk that? about the way you started off that story so perfectly? That's the best way to start off any story. I was at the dentist playing Angry Birds. <laughs> this wasn't a recent thing, was it? No, it was like 2011 or 12. I'm going to download Angry Birds. Thanks, Austin. You were like, what? Angry Birds. <laughs> you were like, Angry what? Birds 2. From. Oh yeah, you know they got rid of the original. I think they got rid of the OG Angry Birds. Why? A lot of the Angry Birds. It was Birds very games, old. Yeah. Ran on a very old iOS. Best Angry Birds was the best Angry Birds was Angry Birds Rio, and you can't change my mind. That Angry one Birds, was pretty good. Angry Birds piggies. Rio was the best one. No, it's Angry Birds AR Isle of Pigs. You're wrong. It's Angry it's Birds Rio. It's Bad Piggies HD, not the Bad only Piggies. One, the only one that even comes near Angry Birds Rio is Angry Birds Rio 2. Why do they have two versions <laughs> of Bad Piggies? 
And then after that, maybe like maybe Angry Birds Star Wars. Did you guys ever play Candy Crush? No, I'm not grandma. I'm not in my I'm not eighty. Okay. <laughs> I and I've did. never played I yeah. Crush either. <laughs> I've never played Farmville either. <laughs> Dude, Jacob's trying to Jacob's trying to cover Farmville. up. He's like he's like he's like, No, I I didn't play it. I didn't, I didn't play I did not play it, but I did play Farmville. <sighs> I played um I played Simpsons, some town. I had played that one game. too. Yeah. Simpsons hit, hit, it wasn't hit and run. I had the Family Guy game for a while, and then I had the SpongeBob game. I never had the SpongeBob one. I'm holding. I'm holding my mic now. Why? It I've did, been holding. Won't stay. I up. haven't even been holding my mic. I just Here, made it, I just made it worse on the stand. Austin, don't show anybody Get a this. Better or stand, else. then, guy. Don't show anybody this, or else you're a terrible person. But this is how I've been sitting with my mic the whole time. Keep in mind, my mic's actually like. It's supposed to be, like it's it's leaning over and pressed up on my stomach. Is it actually? Is it is it just leaning on your belly? Yes, it's leaning on my giant stomach while I prop it up <laughs> you mean and your handsome and stomach. Talk. No, <laughs> we took a screenshot. I didn't do suck. it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. No, Jacob did. Jacob, what do you have pulled? Oh, I see. You got the Parks and Rec reunion pulled up on your thing, bro. You're so quirky. It's, I was on Reddit. And it came up. Okay. Oh, let's look at your let's look at your bookmarks. Let's see what you got. I'm holding the mic like Yui Meadow. Anything interesting in my bookmarks, Coker? Well, you got your own channel bookmark. That's kind of egotistical. It takes me right to the channel so I could check it out. Now we gotta do Nico Nico Nico. So you got YouTube bookmark like three times. <laughs> you got okay, it. one goes to my channel, Nico, one takes Nico, me directly to the Nico, dashboard, Nico. and then one takes me to YouTube itself. You got Twitter. Nico. That makes sense. I got I, I got Twitter, but you got Reddit bookmark. You got Netflix. Of course. You got I feel two. Like I'm having you my got own podcast you, now, and they're just having their you got own you, podcast. You got two YouTube like converters bookmark. You got one YouTube is MP4 for MP4. One is for MP3. To MP3. You got your CD baby thing. That's understandable. You got Google. What's that Google Drive go to, buddy? Just Google Drive. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Well, you got wait. Let's look at your Discord friends list. How about that? Let's go to that. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing Angry okay, Birds. Okay, that's the end. <laughs> no, this is a this has been a fun episode. Hold on, um, Coker's still exposing me. Do not end the episode yet. Full <laughs> smart tour of our dream. What are you watching, Jake Paul? Who is that? Why is their title all caps? What are you talking about? You have a video in your tabs. This is full smart tour of our dream. Blank. Oh, it's uh, it's um, uh, the what's inside people. It's a oh, house tour. Oh, that's cool. I, don't know, I clicked on it randomly. Hold on, can I complain about something real quick? Yeah, sure. I have my Angry Birds app on full volume, and there is not a single sound. Are you, are you muted? Do you have your phone on mute? No, it's wait. Oh, why? <laughs> you why? stupid! That's how no. it used. That's yeah. That's how it used to be. Used to be if you had your phone on mute, you couldn't hear anything. That's so yeah, dumb. Yeah, same how... thing for iPod Touch. Is this same... game twenty years old? Yes. What? Same that's same so thing dumb. For, uh... I'm uninstalling now. Hey, Revo or whoever creates the game, you should be ashamed of yourselves. I can't believe that Jacob 
reinstalled Angry Birds after probably not playing it for seven years. It's Angry Birds And then he too. just uninstalls it after two minutes. I got a phone well, it made with, me uh, mad. Re- I, Rovio Entertainment should be freaking in shame. They're so dumb. Who does that? I have that? a phone. Who does that? Uh, and, and it purchases. Why do you need gems for Angry Birds? You throw birds at pigs. I have Flappy Bird installed on a phone. Really? Yeah, you could bro. get some money for that at some time. At one point, you could have gotten some money for that. Yeah, I know. Anyways, okay. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode. Sorry, I um, wasn't myself. Please, guys. I wasn't not feeling good. Please write some questions for us to answer in the yeah. next episode. This podcast. If is you're watching this, derailed. I blame Angry Birds. Of course, he does. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, it's the end of my sneezing. Never mind. It's going to take too long.